Good day to you. <clears throat> Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Ephesians. I'm reading, we're ready to read Ephesians 3. Now, last time we read Ephesians 2, where Paul was teaching the Ephesians that Gentiles and Jews, the barrier had been broken down by Jesus and that we were all one. We were all, we all have the opportunity, we all have the ability to be the children of God citizens of the kingdom of heaven um, so that we are all equal and there's no disparity between the two. The Jews are not the only ones that are the chosen of God or to be the children of God. You know, they uh, they were the original, but uh, now, thanks to Jesus, that barrier has been broken down and all of us have the opportunity and when we are baptized into Christ, we become citizens of the kingdom of heaven. We become a child of God. So, we're going to continue on here in uh, Ephesians chapter 3. Now, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. For this reason, because I preach that you and believing Jews are joint heirs, I, Paul, am the prisoner of Christ Jesus on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was entrusted to me to share with you for your benefit, and that by divine, divine revelation the mystery was made known to me as I have already written in brief. Now he must have written them a brief letter previously explaining this, but we know from the other letters uh, that he had a direct revelation of Jesus. Jesus met him on the road of Damascus. Maybe met is not the exact right word, but it's um, pretty good. <laughs> and um, then, over time, Paul had a complete revelation of the gospel of Jesus. It was not something that was done instantly, instantaneously. He went and spent some time in Arabia, he said, and then he came back and spent more time in Damascus. Um, anyway, so that's part of his history, his background. Um, nonetheless... So he's saying, assuming you have heard of the stewardship, you know, assuming you've heard of my ministry and what I'm supposed to be doing, because he was the main minister to the Gentiles. Okay? So, and, you know, how everything was revealed to him, but he did verify that his revelation was correct by going back to the other apostles and checking with them, and they basically confirmed and could not add or change anything that he was saying or doing. He was correct. Paul was very learned in the scriptures, so I'm not, not too surprised. All right, so let's move on here. Um, verse 4, by referring to this, when you read it, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not disclosed to mankind as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Holy Spirit. It is this, that the Gentiles are now joint heirs with the Jews and members of the same body and joint partakers, sharing in the same divine promise in Christ Jesus through their faith in the good news of salvation. Of this gospel I was made a minister by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, God's people, this grace, which is undeserved, was graciously given to proclaim to the Gentiles the good news of the incomprehensible riches of Christ, that spiritual wealth which no one can fully understand. 
and to make plain to everyone the plan of the mystery regarding the uniting of believing Jews and Gentiles into one body, which until now was kept hidden through the ages in the mind of God who created all things. So now, through the church, the multifaceted wisdom of God in all its countless aspects might now be made known, revealing the mystery to the angelic rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This is in accordance with the terms of the eternal purpose which he carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in him, that is, our faith gives us sufficient courage to freely and openly approach God through Christ. So I ask you not to lose heart at my sufferings on your behalf, for they are your glory and honor. For this reason, grasping the greatness of this plan, which Jews and Gentiles are joined together in Christ, I bow my knees in reverence before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, the first and ultimate Father. Right, because God is the first and ultimate Father. He is the Father of us all. May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his Spirit in your inner self, indwelling your innermost being and personality, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith, and may you, having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love, be fully capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people, the width and length and height and depth of his love, fully experiencing the amaz that amazing endless love. And that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives completely filled and flooded with God himself. And that is an amazing uh, prayer or blessing for others. Because he just says that here, you know, and that just flows. May he grant you and all these, all these things. And it really just has to do with, you know, God's love and being rooted and founded and full of God's love. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, According to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now that is where, I mean, that's just chapter 3, but that sounds like a little prayer, almost like you would expect that to be the closing of, of the letter or the book, but it is not. But this is like... God's, I mean, Paul's prayer for them or, you know, blessing for them and for us that we might, you know, realize and know the depths, the real, the real depths and, and like he says, height and width and, uh, you know, of God's love. God's love is beyond our, you know, beyond our, our love, beyond our experience. The only way we can experience God's love is, is in receiving our salvation 
and uh, that undeserved, you know, uh, grace that he gives us through love. And the only way we can see God's love is through through Jesus and his sacrifice. Well, we can actually see it in, in all our blessings every day, I suppose. So that may be the incorrect way to put that. But the real proof, the real proof of God's love and caring for us is the fact that, you know, the Lord Jesus came and gave himself for us. He took on all our sin and uh, basically humbled himself to be sin for us so that we, we would be cleansed of sin and be able to come to God. So, but yeah, so that is um, Ephesians chapter 3. And just remember that, uh, you know, God is able to do more than we would dare ask or think. So do not be afraid to pray to God and ask him, you know, for whatever we might need or for what, you know, whatever blessing would be good for others, you know. As best you can, you know, ask God for what, you know, I, I try to pray that his will would be done and that others would be blessed by him. I don't always know specifically what blessings they need, so I don't necessarily try to get into that finite de that little detail. Finite? Well, it is finite, but it, I don't. I don't always try to get into that little tiny detail because uh, um, I don't. I don't know. But see, God knows. So, and it's like here when Paul is is praying for these people, he's praying that they would know his love, that they would fully experience God's love and know his love. And uh, that's important. I, I, I often pray for God's love and wisdom myself um, because I know. But God's love probably, if you think about it, probably is his wisdom. But for some reason in my mind, I, I, I have this little disconnect. So I, I have to do that that way <laughs> for me. Okay. Um, so anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you and keep you, and remember, God loves you.